This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. That's L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X.org. Recorded by Gwen Hallstrom, a.k.a. Smokestack Jones. Smokestackjones at gmail.com. Casey at the Bat by Ernest Lawrence Thayer. The outlook wasn't brilliant for the Mudville nine that day. The score stood four to two, but with one inning more to play. And then when Clooney died at first and Barrows did the same, a pall-like silence fell upon the patrons of the game. A straggling few got up to go in deep despair. The rest clung to the hope which springs eternal into human breast. They thought, if only Casey but could get a whack at that, we put up even money now with Casey at the bat. But Flynn preceded Casey, as did also Jimmy Blake, and the former was a hoodoo and the latter was a cake. So upon a stricken multitude grim melancholy sat, for there seemed little chance of Casey getting at the bat. But Flynn let drive a single to the wonderment of all, and Blake, the much despised, tore a cover off the ball. And when the dust had lifted, and men saw what had occurred, there was Jimmy safe at second, and Flynn a hug and died. Then from five thousand throats and more there rose a lusty yell. It rumbled through the valley. It rattled into Dell. It pounded on the mountain and recoiled upon the flat. For Casey, mighty Casey, was advancing to the bat. There was ease in Casey's manner as he stepped into his place. There was pride in Casey's bearing and a smile at Casey's face. And when responding to the cheers, he lightly doffed his hat. No stranger in the crowd would doubt was Casey at the bat. Ten thousand eyes were on him as he rubbed his hands with dirt. Five thousand tongues applauded when he wiped them on his shirt. And when the riding pitcher ground a ball into his hip, defiance flashed in Casey's eyes, and a sneer curled Casey's lip. And now the letter-covered spear came hurtling through the air, and Casey stood a-watching it in haughty grandeur there. Close by the sturdy batsman, the ball unheeded sped. That ain't my style, said Casey. Strike one, the umpire said. From the benches, black with people, there went up a muffled roar, like the beating of a storm waves and a stirring in distant shore. Kill him! Kill the umpire, shouted someone on the stand. And it's likely they'd have killed him, had not Casey raised his hand. With a smile of Christian charity, great Casey's visage shone. He stilled the rising tumult and bade the game go on. He signaled to the pitcher, and once more the dun sphere flew. But Casey still ignored it, and the umpire said, Strike two! Fraud! cried the maddened thousands, and Echo answered, Fraud! But one scornful look from Casey, and the audience was awed. They saw his face grew stern and cold, they saw his muscles strain, and they knew that Casey wouldn't let the ball fly by again. The sneer is gone from Casey's lip. His teeth are clenched in hate. He pounds with cruel violence his bat upon the plate. And now the pitcher holds the ball, and now he lets it go, and now the air is shattered by the force of Casey's blow. Oh, somewhere in this favored land, the sun is shining bright. The band is playing somewhere, and somewhere hearts are light. And somewhere men are laughing, and somewhere children shout. But there is no joy in Mudville. Mighty Casey has struck out. End of Casey at the Bat by Ernest Lawrence Thayer